Connecting Indigenous musicians and artists to the world. Welcome to Indigenous Superstars with your host, Rhonda Head. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the show. Um, uh, I'm your host, Rhonda Head. I'm coming to you live from uh, Opaskia Cree Nation and from Begetti, Manitoba, the heart of Opaskia Cree Nation. So welcome to the show. It's my 59th show, and I'm really excited to to continue to bring you some amazing artists that I have since bringing to you since April. And it's been every show has been so exciting and some really amazing stories have come out from each and all the guests that I've interviewed so far. And, and uh, yeah, and I'm, I'm looking forward to my my guest tonight and, and my guest next my guest next week. So it's really exciting, and I just want to give the province of Manitoba a shout out for for giving me the stay at home grant for the show Indigenous Superstar. So thank you very much. I got to update some of my equipment, and and I'm working on a new website right now. So hopefully that'll be out in the next few weeks. So I'm really excited about about that. So it's really an exciting time for me right now, even though it's not an exciting time in the world. But however, I'm going to go off topic for a while. I just want to give a shout out to the Winnipeg Jets. They're they're winning their game right now against the Ottawa Senators. The last time I checked, it was 4-0. And I want to give a shout out to my favorite hockey player in the whole world. And I think everyone knows who that is. That's Mark Shifley. He scored a goal tonight. So right on, Mark Shifley, number 55. Keep on playing hockey. So, so I want to uh, read the bio of my next guest. And I had him on the show uh, in the beginning when I started in, in April. I believe it was my third or fourth guest. So it, this is my 59th show. Uh, so, but I'm interview I'm interviewing Jerry again because when I first started out, I was using another program which didn't allow me to stream on, on YouTube and, and also to stream on uh, or to download for the podcast. So I invited him back to, to come on to the show, and that's uh, Jerry Serretta. So I'm just going to read his bio. Following the success of his second album, Turn the Country On, with several charting songs, Jerry has spent a year making his mark on the Canadian country and Indigenous music scene performing high-energy, interactive shows, and gaining popularity with his name tied to acts such as Eric Church, Jerks Bentley, Luke Bryan, and Zach Brown. Jerry's style of singing has been compared to Garth Brooks and Tim McGraw, and he continues to expand his fan base with his upbeat rhythms and commanding stage presence. Growing up in the Parkland region of Manitoba, Jerry grew up embracing his Indigenous roots and learning how to hunt, fish, trap, and live off the land. During these times, Jerry also learned the importance of hard work, dedication, and family. It was through his family that he learned to love music, and under the guidance of his grandmother, he picked up the guitar and learned to play modern and classic country music. The love of music drove Jerry to find opportunities to perform in front of audiences so he could share the emotions and passions he felt within the music. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome my guest tonight, Jerry Serretta. Hey, how's it going? 
it's going well. Um, you know, it's a, it's a different time in the world, but um, we're trying to continue to make music and to make music videos and to connect with people through social media and to send the love and, and, and support out there to people as we can. I mean, it is a tough time in the world and we're all just trying to plug through it. Yeah, it is. It is a really tough time. We were talking earlier about uh, about how we're missing performing live in front of an audience to feel that that connection with an audience and that that energy we feel singing in front of a live audience and and how we're both missing that so much. You know, it's it it was the live performances and the energy and getting to meet people and sing songs on stages that really got me to pursue this as a career and. Uh, you know, I love the songwriting portion, but sometimes that's the most difficult part. Uh, the, I do I do enjoy writing songs, and I do love what comes out of it. But for me, that's that's the work. Uh, when I get out on stage and get to, to see people and to sing and to dance and to play guitar, that's that's the reward. That's getting to getting to connect with people um, that are there to support you. And there's nothing better. And I I can't wait until. I can see everybody again. I'm missing it so much. Yeah, me too. I'm missing it a lot, really lots. I think all the musicians are really missing it. It's it's almost coming to a year now where we we had to stop stop all our gigs and and uh, we we started doing them virtually. But I, I want to ask you a couple of questions about yourself. How did how did what inspired you to get into music? You know, I grew up in a very musical family. Um, Whenever we'd go on car rides, you know, there was me, my brothers, mom and dad. We'd always be singing, um, always have the radio cranked. Uh, you know, whenever we were at home or camping, there was always music going on. Uh, my grandmother and my grandparents always played instruments. And uh, I always loved seeing that. And it was a way, it was a very positive experience for me. Uh, just, you know, connecting with family and being able to sing songs that we love and you know, it's it's in its own way. Uh, it, it affects your 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 um, your mental outlook on things. Like it, it's such a a relaxing, almost like a meditation. You know, it's that's what got me into music. And then I remember being at uh, Dolphins Country Fest, and you know, I was learning to play guitar. My grandmother was teaching me, but I was very shy, and I didn't want to get up in front of people. Um. And then I was at one show and it was actually Dirks Bentley who I ended up doing some shows with later on in, in uh, a few years later, but to see, to see him on stage performing and the crowd mesmerized, I, I was mesmerized. And I was like, I would love to do that. I would love to experience that. And uh, I had to slowly get over that uh, the fear of being up in front of people. I mean, Never mind singing and dancing, just standing in front of people used to freak me out. Still does a bit. So how, how did you uh, that? I'm not going to lie. When I was younger, uh, back in my uh, university days, there might have been uh, some liquid courage to help me get through some, the first couple. Um, but then when I started becoming serious about it, I realized, you know, I wasn't at my best. Um uh, in those circumstances. So it was just something I had to get through and I had to find what I loved about it. And 
it was that interaction and, you know, being able to see the people singing the songs and dancing and having a good time and using that energy in a positive way to give back to them. And I've always said, the crazier the crowd gets, the crazier I'm going to get. Like, and there's no <laughs> limit to what might happen at one of my shows. Um, you know, I've given away my guitars. I've, I've jumped off stage and line danced with people. Um, I actually remember one time, if people are familiar with, uh, there, there was the Pony Corral uh, in downtown Winnipeg. And they have uh, a stage that's kind of behind the bar. So there's a stage. And then in front of the stage is where the, the bartenders work. And then in front of them is the counter where uh, people can sit, they can serve drinks. Uh, it's probably about four feet from the stage to this countertop, which is uh, marble. And I remember one, one show we had there, people were so into it and so energetic. I wanted to get closer to them because I was, I'm, I'm not used to the stage being separated so much. So here I am in cowboy boots, um, and I just took the leap of faith, and I jumped right over top the heads of the bartenders and landed on the bar and started singing and dancing there because I had a wireless microphone. So, um, you know, it only occurred to me later that wearing cowboy boots and jumping onto uh, what could potentially be a wet surface that's slippery could have ended disastrously. So um, I, I have to watch what I do when I get ramped up when I'm uh, performing. It's Sometimes I make some crazy decisions. <laughs> well, it sounds like a fun fun time to go watch you perform. So I just want to acknowledge uh, my sister Janet said, go Jets, go. And and Erin uh, Brown, she's always um, tuning in. She's from the state. She said, hi, awesome. And she says, hi. So welcome hi, to the <laughs> so uh, the other question I have for you is how did, what made you decide to go into country? <laughs> it's, you know, uh, I've always loved country music, but I've also always loved pop and uh, rap and hip hop and, you know, classic rock, um, gospel. I listen to all types of music, um, opera, but honestly, I remember when I used to sing all, different types of songs uh my buddies used to uh get on my case and say you know man i love your voice but don't sing that song and i was like why not they're like because you make it sound country and it's not a country song i said it is now. <laughs> so country's just always suited my voice and i really like the stories that are told in country music um not that other genres of music don't have positive stories but country music is all about life and love and family and you know struggle to 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 go through life or not really the struggle but more of the journey of going through life and I've always related to the songs very well awesome so with that are you ready for your first song <laughs> uh, <laughs> sure I'm ready for a song okay right on this is a song called you got it and you can check out the music video at jerrysoretta.com or on YouTube Something about the way you smile Always sweetens my day Stalking on the phone, baby, I'm carried away Something in the sound of your voice 
takes me to a better place. Something you do turns gray skies blue. And I'm always amazed. You make the sun shine a little brighter. Weight of the world a little lighter. Touch sets me on fire. Oh, girl, you got it. Sexy little spark in your eyes. Something I can't define. Not sure what it is, but there ain't no doubt about it. So, girl, you got it. Baby, if you want my heart, give you every beat I got. And if you want my time, I'll give you every tick of the clock. Yeah, all my attention in every single second. It's all yours, ready or not. You make the sun shine a little bright. Wait of the world a little lighter. Your touch sets me on fire. Oh, girl, you got it. Sexy little spark in your eyes. Something I can't find. Not sure what it is, but there ain't no doubt about it. So, girl, you got it. Right like there's nothing to it. Don't know how you do Going gets tough. Girl, you pull me through it. It's all turning upside down. Spin it all back around. You make the sun shine a little brighter. Weight of the world a little lighter. That sets me on fire. Oh, girl, you got it. Sexy little spark in your eyes. Something I can't find. I'm not sure what it is, but there ain't no doubt about it. Everything about you, but I can't live. Right on. Thank you, Jerry. So I want to ask you, did you have a mentor um, when you were starting to get into the music industry? You know, when I first started to get into the music industry, um, I kind of did. My story about getting into it and really uh, getting a shot, I suppose, would be I used to go to a lot of talent contests and um, they used to have like a Bud Country talent search and they used to have all these different, I even went to Canadian Idol, um, tried all these different uh, avenues and nothing was really working out. So uh, actually the Indigenous Music Awards and um, Manitowabe put together something way back in their early days called Starcatcher. And um I went and tried out for Star Cat. I was actually ready to give up. I said, I'm done. I'm sick of this. Like, I'm not getting anywhere. Uh, it's really tough to start sometimes. Um, but my mom convinced me. She's like, give it one more shot. Go try this out, Star Catcher. So I went and I ended up getting third place, I believe. Um, and uh, through that, uh, Errol Ranville, um, Seaweed, and uh, 
and Manitowabe and Starcatcher and the Indigenous Music Awards set up some shows throughout the course of the year. And there was three of us, first, second, and third place, that were given a chance to do shows at all of these different events. And um, the other two ended up not being able to commit to a lot of the dates. So I became the one who went out and was able to play a lot of these. And it gave me a, a chance to be recognized. Plus, it also gave me a chance. One of the prizes for winning that was we got to record our first original single. So my first original single was called Time, and it was put on a compilation album and released. And to me, that was that's where I got hooked, was being able to go into a studio, see that experience, and being able to hear a finished product of something that I wrote. It was, that was for me, all it took and I became hooked. Well, that's awesome. Well, I'm glad that happened to you because you uh, recorded some really amazing songs and then you, you're, you're so awesome on stage. You just own it when you, when you go on and, and on to perform, which brings me to my next question. What do you do to prepare for a live show? To prepare for a live show, I usually make sure that um, I get a good night's sleep, uh, get a good meal in me, and 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 I find a good workout. Really, uh, it helps get rid of that some of those pre-show jitters because uh, I you can be pretty ramped up and nervous before that. But if you go and get uh, a good workout in, so whether it's weightlifting or I go for a run or do some yoga, whatever it takes. Uh, you know, it, it, it puts me in a better state of mind so that when I come to the stage, I feel relaxed, I feel ready and I'm, I, I'm less likely to go out there and, uh, lose, lose where I am in the song or lose where I am due to nerves. That's awesome. Yeah. Before, before one of my shows, I jump around and just shake out my arms and my legs and yeah. It really helps. But I, I I wanted to ask you about your workout and you just shared that with you. And I'm sure the ladies want to know about your, your workout routine, <laughs> which you just shared. Jerry has a great body and, and uh, he, he takes care of himself really well. So thank you for sharing your workout with us. Yeah, um, I, I try to keep up with it. You know, it's uh, I've always been into, you know, kind of lifting weights just to maintain strength because I grew up on a farm and I grew up on a trap line. And to just try to try to maintain some of the strength I had as, as a youth, you know, I continue to do that. But then to kind of balance it, I believe life's all about balance. That's where the yoga came in. I think yoga it keeps the flexibility up, keeps you moving. And it's it's very mindful. It's very meditative. Awesome. So the other thing I wanted the audience to know tuning in is that that uh, about your education. Can you can you? Let us know about your the education that you have. Sure. Uh, you know, when I finished high school, um, the first thing I did was I went to the University of Manitoba and I started out in computer science and uh, it was great. Uh, but I, I quickly found out that as, as fun as computer science was, I didn't really want to make that a lifelong career. So I kind of refocused my attention to uh, zoology and then I ended up uh, getting a double major in computer science and zoology. That was my first degree. And I didn't really want to pursue either of those at the time. So I immediately went into the faculty of education and got my uh, teaching certificate. 
And then as soon as I finished that, I wanted to better myself. So I went in and I took my master's of education and I also got my uh, guidance counseling and my resource special education, as well as my administrator principal uh, credentials, just so I wanted a good understanding of what the field of education was and what all facets and aspects of it were. Because being a teacher, um, I often wondered, you know, guidance counselors or resource teachers would come and pull some students out and I'd be wondering why, what's going on? Like, what don't I know? So, you know, after getting those credentials, I became, I was put in those roles of a resource teacher and a guidance counselor. Uh, and I got, a good understanding of, of how to help students um, who have academic difficulties as well as, uh, you know, social emotional difficulties. So, and, and I'm a firm believer now that if students don't have the academic supports that they need, and if students don't have a good social and emotional uh, supportive relationship in the school, they can't learn anyway. So it, it's all pieces of the same puzzle. That's so true. Thank you so much. Wow, you have so much education. I didn't realize when when, I, when you were telling me that I was like, holy, that's so, so awesome. I'm very proud of all that, all that you have accomplished. It's so 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 great. And thank you for sharing that. And uh, all the people are commenting. Uh, very cool, great song, beautiful voice. Uh, you're an awesome role model and very impressive. And much respect. So thank you for sharing all that. I'm, I'm really a bit blown away from all, all your your education. Wow, that's so. Incredible. I'm always I'm always looking for new ways to educate myself. I think it's very important in today's society to understand what's going on to make uh, educated decisions. Music is great, but uh, I also want to be able to to be a a positively contributing member of society. So I do what I can when I can. That's wonderful. And you are every time I, I need you to perform at one of my shows, you're you're always saying yes. So thank you for that too. You're you're, you're always welcome. You know that. <laughs> so you have a latest album that you're gonna be releasing. Can you tell us about that? We have an album coming out this summer, and um one of the songs on that whoops, sorry, one of the songs on that album is a song called Trailers Rockin'. And uh, it's a cool tune. It's not what people think it's it's about. It's actually just about having a party in a trailer. And uh, <laughs> the, the catch to the song is, uh, if the trailer's rocking, come on in, right? It's it's not uh, the classic. If the trailer's rocking, don't come knocking. <laughs> so we were gonna actually name the album that, but again, I, I being the person that I am, I don't want to give the wrong impression about who I am and what I value in life. So we have another song coming out this summer that I'm really excited for. Um, we're just putting the finishing touches on that now. It's a song called Classic Country Couple, and that's going to be the title of the album. And I think it's, it's, a, it's a cool song, got a cool vibe, and it's got a great story. And I can't wait for people to hear it and to, to get the whole album. I think there's a lot of great songs on it. Right on. So are you ready for your second song? Sure. Awesome. I'm going to play our most recent single, and this was just released uh, just over a week ago to radio. Uh, again, you can check out the music video for this one, and the music video was shot in Manitoba. So it's a song called Anywhere But Me. It's a little bit more of a solemn song, so hold, hold on. 
like a whirlwind blows you away. When you're driving and you're driven by the dreams that you chase. Follow that GPS, north, south, east, and west. But it's never Oklahoma on your mind. That black top never seems to bring you back. Now you all seem to be everywhere in name. But that highway always seems to lead anywhere but me. You're singing along with a song that we know. Every now and again, you pick up the phone. When you ask me how I am, makes it harder to understand why it's never Oklahoma on your mind. Never seems to bring you back. How you all seem to be everywhere in between, but that highway always seems to lead anywhere but me. When you start the car, when you hit the gas, does the steering wheel try to steer you back? If you're ever somewhere close, you fly right past. It's never Oklahoma on your mind. That black top never seems to bring you back. Now we won't see feet everywhere in between, but that highway always seems to lead anywhere but me. Awesome song. Thank you. So where can uh, the people find your music on online? The, the best way to find everything from Facebook to Instagram to Twitter to YouTube is just look uh, Jerry Serretta. Right, right here. My name's right here. <laughs> just jerryserretta.com. Uh, go check it out. Everything's there. Um, there's some. You can listen to every single song that we have. Um, you can download them, of course, um, but they're all available to listen to for free on my website, as well as check out all the music videos for free on my website. And, you know, hit me up on, on social media, send me a message, let me know what you think of the songs. Uh, tell me what you like about them. If you absolutely hate them, tell me that too. Uh, I'm, I've been a teacher. I'm good with criticism and as a, again, as a teacher, I always want to improve and get better. And the only way I can do that is if people let me know what we can do better. 
Awesome. Aaron, Aaron said awesome song and thank you for sharing and congrats on the upcoming album. And my sister Janet said beautiful. Thank you. Yeah, so yeah, your songs are great and and you also collaborate with your songwriting, right? You Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. We uh my producer uh Troy Kokel is from Calgary. He's a songwriter himself, and so is his wife, Joni Delorier. Um, they actually wrote and a lot of uh, people who follow Indigenous music might know, they wrote the song Pickup Truck that was made uh, a hit by Shane Yellowbird. Uh, so that was their song. So I'm working with them. And uh, they, you know, it's always me and Troy or me and Joni. And we bring in other people, like uh, some people from the U.S. we've written with. Uh, we've written with uh, Jake Matthews, Dwayne Steele, uh, Willie Mack. Um, we're always looking for new people to co collaborate with as well. So, you know, uh, if people out there are songwriters and they're listening, uh, you know, hit me up on, on social media, shoot me a message, you know, let's write a song together. I'm always willing to collaborate with anybody. And you never know what, when you start writing with somebody, you never really know where that spark is going to be. And you never really know because one idea leads to another and all of a sudden golden words roll off somebody's tongue and you have a number one hit without even knowing it. So it's, awesome shoot me a message say hi <laughs> so cool so do you have any final words yeah my final words are uh thank you very much Rhonda for having me on today and and for all that you do for all the indigenous artists and for all the communities uh around Canada and the world um and you know thank you to everybody for tuning in and you know, I really do wish from the bottom of my heart that people stay safe and that they have a happy year and that things get better for everybody. It's been a tough year with a lot of loss for a lot of people and, and a lot of devastation um, in, in communities and in households around the world. So from the bottom of my heart to yours, I wish you all the best in 2021. And I hope I get to see you all very soon uh, at a live show. And we can all celebrate um, and raise a glass to good health and happiness. Thank you, Jerry, for those awesome words. Yes, uh, th thank you for coming on the show again. I wanted to feature you again because so you, you can get onto the podcast and, to, and onto my YouTube channel so you could share it with, with your friends. And yeah, I, I just want to say my final words too, as always, stay safe, stay healthy, and hand sanitize and wear a mask. And my next uh, guest on Monday is the is the awesome Felipe Rose from from uh, formerly of um, the Village People. He and he possibly might sing YMCA. So please come and and uh, tune in. It's going to be a fun show with Felipe. He has so much energy and lots of stories to tell. Uh, so yeah, so thank you for for tuning in and uh, for my show fifty nine. And uh, when Felipe comes, it'll be show sixty. So thank you so much, and uh, hope you have a great week. Tune in again next time when Rhonda interviews another up and coming Indigenous superstar. Only on Indigenous Superstar.